If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, catching a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. I'm so mad. I don't even know how to start the show. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale Lippin in here with none other than Trey Van Buskirk himself. My computer is acting a fool right now. I don't know if my FBI agent is somehow tapped in and he's messing with my stuff or what, but I'm mad. I'm fast. I'm furious. I'm feeling like Vin Diesel or, in your instance, Paul Walker. I'm upset, dude. I'm upset. I'm going to reel it back in. I've got, I'm not prepared because all my stuff closed down. Tell me how you've been while I, while I fix this, please. I'm glowing right now. Actually, producer Jake and I, I mean, Jake was super high, but we just had this full on heart to heart about Avril Lavigne. It was, it was a great conversation, like really good, really fruitful. Um, yeah, fantastic time. So next time your computer crashes, just I'm content. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you've been on vacation. I haven't talked to you at all. Yeah. Tell me more about your vacation. What happened? Vacation was great. Uh, traveling with kids is obviously uh, work within itself, not the most relaxing thing. Um, but I think I told you while I was over there, I did the hair lightener thing. Uh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, hair turned bleach orange, kind of looked like Ronald McDonald. Um, mm-hmm. You're now noticing that it's brown. Um, had to spend a couple hours in the salon, dude, when I came back because I was like, I'm not going to work with orange hair, dude. Like, you know, like yep. this is this is all I got nowadays. Um so yeah, dude, it was good. Drank a ton of Cutwaters. They had Cutwaters at the hotel we were at. I'm drinking the Vodka Mule right now, Padres edition. I hate the Padres. But it was good, dude. How was your your Father's Day, you you father of three? Ah, yes, yes. So Father's Day was cool. I got a bunch of handmade gifts by the best artisans on earth. Um, so that was cool. And yeah, man, we just kind of hung out. I made some steaks and drank some beer. And speaking of beer, it's time. So... This will be number three so far. So we're just gonna it's gonna get right after it here. So well, I hope it's cold, dude, because you know why? It is you, you sir need to to cool down. I do, I do. I just, my my blood pressure is high. Um that's the only part of me that needs to cool down. I'm cold everywhere else. So we're gonna turn things around this week. The last two weeks, admittedly, admittedly, have been not good. I will say this. I was on the right side of those Austin plays. I, I can't account for the most fin- tied for the most finishes in UFC history. Um, I, I'm just there's so many of those fights that that UFC Austin event that I felt like we were on the right side of. We just we just didn't get the proper shake, and you cannot convince me. Look, I'm not mad. I like Josh. He's a friend of the show. I'm not going to speak disparagingly about Josh at all. Mr. Emmett went out and he fought a good fight. But in my objective opinion and the fact that I bet on Calvin Cater all the same, I thought Calvin won rounds two, round four, and round five. Dude, I just dude. I I know it's a fight scored one round at a time. Um, you can't tell me that the one guy that looks like he got attacked by a pit bull beat the guy that just had a bl- well, bloody nose. He just got beat up. The jab was un- unstoppable. Um, the other thing that I worry about, this is what we've talked about with the New England cartel, they are good at boxing, but I need you to be good at other stuff too. I need you to have a plan B. 
I need you to be able to threaten a takedown or beat up a lead leg with kicks. I need you to do something to make your opponent think about something other than a jab. I need it. Mm. Um, mm. Because the formula is being discovered rather quickly um, on how to beat the New England guys. And it's shots, mixing the takedown. I mean, it's really, it's there. It's there to beat them. So anyway. It's it's tough, though, when you're going up against one of the toughest camps, you know, in the US of A, you know, in Team Alpha now, bro. The most oh, well-rounded, gosh. absolute savages on how the many, planet, dude. How many champs are at Alpha Male right now? Just real quick. I mean, soon to be. Are there any champions out of there? Soon to be. Well, okay, soon to be. Who's your? Who do you think is the most likely champ out of Team Alpha Male? Cody Garbrandt. You're so full of shit. There's no <laughs> Cody Garbrandt is eleven fights away from a title fight. Uh, dude, you Song. put me on the spot. It's, it's Song Yudong. Song Yudong. Oh no, it's freaking not, dude. You Song Yudong is murked is that next fight murked. Really? You think Song Yudong? Hmm. Interesting. Outside, okay, so outside of him, you don't have anybody then. Who's he fighting again? I remember uh, seeing the fight announcement, and I literally was like, "This is a murking." No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah. Song's a good prospect. He's closer than anybody else. Yeah, he's also too young. Corey McKenna. Know. Who else do you have? Macy Barber. Yeah, there you go. Macy the Barber, your, your best, your best shot. All right. Yeah. yeah anyway, uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. We're gonna talk about fights. Um, I'm getting caught up on the chat here. My man DJ Voice is minus three hundred. Dale's picking Kelleher for sure. Get out of my brain. You get out of my brain. Shut up, dude. Get out of my brain. No. Stop pretending like you know me. Stop. You might be right, but stop pretending like you know me. That's we're not. We're um, not. We're not taking Kelleher? No, we're not. Dude, come on, bro. He's so good. No. The Brian Boom Kelleher is more so like Brian little pop Kelleher did. It's no longer yeah. a boom. Sandhagen. Sandhagen. Yeah. Okay. Tell me that's not a murking. Ah, uh, it depends. It depends. Bro. Nah, Bro. Corey Sandhagen be like a minus three fifty. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, did we get a line on Jim Miller versus Cowboys Ferrone? No, but I'm telling you, Jim Miller is going to be like a minus two thirty something. Easy. I don't think. I, don't I can't think. believe you think it's going to be closer to a pick'em. But it's it's impossible. Miller's I, been active. He's been fighting mm-hmm. actual. Good competition. Mm-hmm. Cowboys just been getting murked. I'm, I'm, Merck is the name of this episode. Just Merck is. You've been saying it a lot. You've been saying it a lot. Cowboy beat Jim Miller already, though. He already he what already was that, has twenty a, years ago. It doesn't matter. You, Bro, UFC on Fox forty five. <laughs> Vengeance. UFC on Fox forty five, headlined by Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Jim Miller. Yeah. It happened. It's already a thing that happened. It didn't happen, dude. It did. It did. And Cowboy beat him bad. Beat him <laughs> up real bad. Uh, so they're going to give Cowboy 48 combined WEC UFC appearance appearances. Jim Miller with 40 UFC fights alone. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Jim Miller says he wants to fight on UFC 300 so he can be the first one. Or he can be the only one to have fought on UFC 1, 2, and 300. Oh, I love dope. it. That's I dope. love it. Um, so he's he's at least around for another 24 pay-per-views, which I mm-hmm. love. That gives us at least two years of, of more A-10 Jim Miller. 
Uh, and Cowboy says he wants to finish with 50. I don't know how he's going to get to 50, though, because Jim Miller's going to snuff him out of existence. Yeah. He's literally going to extinguish him. Yeah, I, I like what uh, – I'm going to butcher it, but Pisa, Pisa 31 in the yeah. chat here, this fight's going to be canceled. <laughs> There's certain people that just carry this aura of cancellation. Oh. He is the new breed of that. Oh. This is going to oh. be like – Dude, you you want? I wish there were future bets you could make on fights that are going to be canceled over mm. like an over under of like seven. I would choose Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa. That thing's gonna get canceled about fifteen times. Just FYI. yeah, yeah. I, there are fighters. Whenever I see that they get announced, particularly Aljamain Sterling, Luke Rockhold, Paulo Costa, Jermaine Durandamy, Aspen Ladd, Tony Ferguson, Tony Katie. Ferguson. Um, who else is another good one? Arnold Allen. Um, when I see their name pop up, I go, they'll never make that fight. (laughs) Like they're going to fight eventually. Like, don't get me wrong. We'll see them fight again. It's just not going to be this one. No. No. Like it's almost like if Hunter Campbell and Mick Maynard and Sean Shelby were smart, they would book like a dummy fight that they didn't care whether or not you fell out of. Right. And knowing full well that you'll make the second one. That'd be good. That'd be good. Take take like, opportunities from other people too. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then what you do is, and you make it look like you're going to give a prospect like a great opportunity. Like we're going to book Aljamain Sterling against Mario Bautista, right? <laughs> right. Knowing right. full well Alja's <laughs> going to pull out of that fight. Yeah. Right. So then yeah. you look like the merciful, but you really were going to book Aljo versus Piotr Jan the entire yeah. time. Like that was always yeah. going to be the fight. You just yeah. need to make it look like you're you're really throwing somebody a bone. So. Um, one fight I want to uh, speaking of canceled fights, and I I don't want to bring shine to this, but I am because you are a boxing fan. I am not so much. Jake Paul fight was announced, bro. Tommy Fury. Who are we taking? Are we taking Fury? No, Tommy Fury will pull out. He'll again? Pull out. He'll no, pull the timetable is too short. Yeah, I think it's August. August sixth. August sixth. He'll pull out again. He'll pull out. He'll pull out. He'll pull out. That dude's not built for it. And I, I know Tommy Fury fancies himself a boxer, but in the brief time that we've seen Jake Paul, in the in the in the brief time that we've seen Jake Paul and we've seen who he's fought and we've seen how he's how he's been fighting, I do believe he takes boxing more seriously than Tommy Fury. I I, I truly believe that. Um, I think he's almost delusional in the sense that he thinks he's gonna be light heavyweight champ of the world within three years. Um but I do believe he's taking it more seriously than Tommy Fury does. And I, I think he'll beat Tommy Fury. I really, I really truly believe in my heart he will. Um, just because at a certain point, you do have to account that somebody's five, six, seven years into a sport that they very clearly love and they're dedicating themselves to. And there is a certain skill level that comes along with that, especially if you are naturally talented. And as much as I hate the Paul brothers and personality-wise, I, I really genuinely do find them to be despicable human beings. Um <laughs> I, they are very athletically talented, at least to a certain extent. And um, I, I think that Tommy Fury is going to have a real problem on his hand. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'll I, feel go, like, I, I feel like, like Logan Paul. Paul, Logan Paul, like in general, dude, he's one of those guys that just always grew up and just always had like a good body. You know what I mean? Didn't really have yeah. to work hard, but he was just, he yeah. just built proportionally sound to be like a muscular dude where people like myself have to work, you know, hard, you know, suppress the cheeseburgers a little bit and go – Put some time in on the Nordic track, bro. Yeah, I hate it. Right. I hate it. That being that being said, if you were to guess what cycle Logan's on, what do you think he's on? Trend for sure. <laughs> That's what you think? Yeah, trend trend X fifty. That seems 
where he's at. What what does a cycle like that usually look like? I don't know. Is he on a liver support? I don't know, bro. Well, do you need a liver support with Trend X50? Well, you know, if you were smart. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, why why would you need that then? Well, I don't know. I don't, you don't know. know why you would need it. I don't know, Tail. I don't know why you would need a liver support for Trend X50. Okay. Is that easier to find than other stuff? Or do you have to like have like a doctor that prescribes that? It used to be over the counter until Mark McGuire fucked it up. Hmm. <laughs> so that was the thing that McGuire was on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember, remember, you may, maybe you don't remember this. I know you're not a big football guy. Do you remember when a bunch of guys from the University of Alabama got suspended years ago for deer antler? Oh, yeah. Deer because antler Ray extract? Lewis. That was from yeah. Ray Lewis. Deer antler extract? Yeah, I did that. I did that too. I did deer yeah, antler for a But it didn't bit. do anything. It, did you get the spray or what did yeah, you get? No, yeah, I got the spray. The spray three times under the tongue. <laughs> yep. I got the, the spray. I, yeah, I got the spray. Um, it didn't do anything. I, I feel no. like I got, t- I feel like I got taken for a ride there. Yeah, no, Ray Lewis was like the big you know, wave the flag for the deer antler spray and yeah. did not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you if you um did deer antler spray spray, let us know in the chat or shoot us a DM on Instagram. I want to know if anybody else I think it's funny that I you and I have not talked about this. I didn't know that you did the deer antler spray as well. <laughs> I, I would suspect that you have, considering your vast knowledge of advanced pharmaceuticals and steroids <laughs> and performance enhancing drugs, but I did not anticipate that you did the deer antler spray. It's more of like a holistic thing, which yeah, um, isn't like really it. your speed. Yeah. It's not your speed. It's not it's more yeah. deer antler spray feels more like essential oils, which I know aren't your thing. So <laughs> deer antler spray is like when you're walking in the airport and you choose to not go on that like fast thing, you know, to yeah. walk even faster. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm going to go the quickest way possible. Allegedly. Right. Deer antler spray is like, it's not quite like gas station dick pills. It's a little <laughs> bit, it's just a little bit past that. It's like, like horny goat weeds here, deer yeah. antler sprays there. Yeah. 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 It's it's not quite GNC. Like you can't buy it in GNC, but yeah. like you can still find websites for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like you can find some Etsy shops. Right. Sure. Like there's people that sell it. Yeah. You like it's not like you don't have to go like the dark web and pay with Bitcoin. Like you can still find it. Right. Right. Uh Steven says, I never did it, but I knew people who swore by it. So what you know what we should do? We should do like a punchless deer antler spray challenge. I love it. I love and we'll it. hold on a second. Let me let me flesh this out real quick. Okay. What if what if we do a deer antler spray challenge where we'll like set a parameter for it? Yeah. And we'll do like 30 days, right? Like 30 yeah. days, follow along. Everybody's on the same regimen of deer antler spray. And yeah. then we don't want to do fat loss, but let's do like <laughs> We do like arm size, like arm size gained in thirty days. <laughs> and the person who gets the big, who who gets the most, hold on, who gets the biggest increase in arm size in thirty days on a deer antler spray, sp- spray regimen. What do we want to give them? Jesus, bro, is that this is the most like bro podcast ever? Whoever comes in with the biggest biceps and eats just red meat is is the fucking king dude just, i'm just telling you i'm just telling you my biceps went from 12 to 13 inches well, obviously we'll have to get picture and video documentation we're not doing it on the honor system people are I don't super want thousands shady. of people sending me pictures of their biceps bro we already get dozens of feet pictures a week what's a bicep picture i'm okay with the latter Okay, you're okay with the feet pictures. Liver King going to be a guest soon. I would love if Liver King came on. I've got, I take liver supplements every day. 
every day I'd, I'd take. Dude, you know how much beer I drink? If I don't take the liver, I will be just destroyed. It's destroyed. I Honestly, I'm waiting for ancestral supplements to come out with prostate because I need the prostate stuff more than anything else. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, we're just in the intro and I've already crushed my third cut. Water. Pour another one and we'll start talking about fights. All right. Go get another one. Hurry up. We do need to talk about fights at a certain point, but just to be honest with you guys, Trey doesn't talk to me unless we're here. So this is really the only time I can catch up with him. So you're just, you're part of that right now. Sick. Mm, that's a good one. That's good radio. That's real good radio right there. That was good. That was really that was good. good. That was a really good board. That was a good ad. That was a really good ad, but we didn't we don't get paid by that. So yeah, yeah, not at all. All right. Um I'm gonna segue into the allegiance thing real quick. So if you have anything you want to say about say classy, go ahead and do it because I'm gonna do the allegiance read this time. All right, cool. Um guys, stay classy meet. Apparently, Dale's on a liver kick right now. So if you want to get some liver or you just want to treat your body right. Go to State Classy Meats, type on that code FIST, you're going to get 10% off. Absolute stud muffin. Absolute stud muffin. Okay. Um, this weekend, uh, or no, I'm sorry, tomorrow, Gegard Musasi is taking on Johnny Eblen. Oh, I remember Johnny. Yeah, you remember Johnny. So yeah. those of you who are unaware of who Johnny Eblen is, Johnny Eblen once fought our boy, uh, our stable mate with Legion's Clothing, uh, Taylor Tombstone Johnson. Taylor came on the show. We talked to him about the fight with Johnny Evelyn. This was after Taylor fought Johnny Evelyn after the Ed Ruth win. Yeah. Quick turnaround. Yeah. Quick turnaround. And I asked Taylor, I said, why are you going from Ed Ruth to Johnny Evelyn? Nobody knows who Johnny Evelyn is. I feel like this is a fight that you shouldn't have taken. It's below you. I don't like it. Yeah. Send it back. <laughs> and Taylor says, I got these hammers. I want to swing them. I just want to fight. Yeah, I'll fight them. So he fights them. Johnny Eblen wins the fight. Um, he decided that, you know, at the time he was calling himself, what was he calling himself? The Cinnamon Canelo? The well, Port- I didn't hear that. The Puerto Rican Canelo? He was he was comparing himself to Canelo. But yet he went out there and was terrified of Taylor and decided to wrestle him the entire time. Yeah. So, all that to say this. Um, Taylor is our stable mate with Elise's Clothing, uh, where you can go and you can use promo code punch and save 15% site-wide. Johnny Eblen, as a result, not a result of that fight, but since then has won several more, is fighting for a Bellator middleweight title tomorrow night against Gegard Musasi. So while I initially took a dump on Johnny Eblen and said he was not of name value, apparently the guy's pretty decent. Um, not only did he beat Taylor, but he's going to fight Gegard Musasi. Now he will lose to Gegard because Gegard is one of the GOATs uh, all-time middleweight, which maybe I just cursed him. I don't know. Um, hmm. Did I just curse Gegard Musasi? No, because he beat Austin Vanderford, and you're uncursed once you beat him. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Gegard and Johnny Evelyn are fighting tomorrow night. I like Gegard. Yeah. And I I would like to appreciate – I want to give a special shout-out to everybody that sent us DMs today talking about Gegard's absolutely massive hammer at his way in. So, thank you. Um, You know know us well. We're we're all about, you know – male appreciation yeah you know we appreciate trey's hair we appreciate my beard we appreciate a good good piece of meat from time to time both stay classy and musasi aside (laughs) uh, we're not afraid to throw a chip clip on it so everybody that sent us dms talking about uh gay guards hammer 
Appreciate you guys for the good look. All right. Anyway, bro, do you think that Gagar takes deer antler spray, but the antler just comes out of his pants? Uh, Gagard is like living in the, uh, lives and trains in the Netherlands. So he's, he's been eating horse meat for years now, a la yeah. Alistair Overeem. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. Do you remember, I, do you remember years ago, it was a couple of years ago, somebody stole Gagard's car and yeah. he like put it up online. Like, so, Hey, so, you know, cause he's like incredibly unflappable. He was like, somebody stole my car. I'd like to have my car back. If anybody he's knows so cool who stole guy. my car. Could you tell them they took my car so they'll give it back? Right. I don't know if he ever got it back or not, but he was really cool about it. Much cooler than I would have been if somebody stole my car. I will murder <laughs> you if you try to even steal something from my car. Yeah. It's almost like in Pulp Fiction, which I know you haven't seen, where he talks about his car getting keyed, where he says it almost be worth my car getting keyed so I could catch him doing it just so I could beat him up. It's almost like I wish you would try to steal something out of my truck just so I could put you in the ground and be justified in doing so. All right, here we go. Um, and that's just because I'm just angry because traffic's been terrible lately. First fight of the night. <laughs> uh, what do we have? UFC fight night was 57? 57. 57. Vegas 57. Yeah, Vegas 57. It takes place Saturday night. I believe first fight on the main card. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Chris Curtis. Yes. Chris, the action man, Curtis at 28 and 8, taking on your boy at 8 and 0. Say you it. ready? Say it. Adolfo Vieira. Oh, you just got my deer antler just freaking busting right now. Pretty much a pick em. Chris Curtis, small favorite at the minus 117. Adolfo at a minus 105. Basically looking at a pick em here. Who do you like? How do you like? Over on rounds at one and a half tray. Go. There are some jiu-jitsu people in the game that just never evolve as it relates to their cardio, <laughs> elongating their fights, <laughs> giving more tools in the arsenal, so to speak. Adolfo Vieira is just that. It's immediately first fight. We'll just shit on a guy. Go ahead. First he fight. Is just just shit on. that. He has zero gas tank, which is shocking because he looks like Michelangelo's Greek god carved out of stone. <laughs> He's Brazilian. <laughs> whatever dude he just looks fantastic not a hair on that body just chiseled as fuck and you got him <laughs> against a guy who's gonna be very active great footwork decent enough cardio to get out of like mm. four and a half minutes because mm. that's all hadolfo is good at for he's good for round one yeah. he can absorb he can shoot and hopefully he can get down but as we've seen <laughs> him against fucking fluffy if it gets in the later rounds technique uh decision making fight iq all of that goes out the window he's completely subject to whether that's getting knocked out or submitted by someone who is significantly worse than him on the ground if you're mm. gonna play hidalfo it's a shocking deal right now mm. to play him at a sub prop in round one play him there because mm. that is it outside of that curtis is going to have the volume he's going to have the footwork he is going to have the more well-rounded game to get this fight done Boy, I, I first of all, I love that you, you just come in swinging right mm -hmm. off the bat. Um, so kudos, kudos on that. Baseball, baseball. baseball on that. So Vieira by sub plus one seventy five, not bad, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, if you're looking at Adolfo, um, let's see here, round one, it just fight ends in submission round one plus three ninety, so mm -hmm. not bad. 
Um, if you're looking at Vieira wins by submission in round one, you said? Yeah. Plus 430. Yep, there you go. Plus 430. Uh, it's funny that you were you were paying so much attention to the aesthetics of Hadolfo. Yeah. Uh, but you completely ignored the fact that Chris Curtis, for the most part, looks completely homeless. Um, <laughs> beard completely unkempt. I know. Um, just the 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 hairline badly mismanaged um just right. in desperate need of a lineup like just if you're if you, chris curtis you live in and training in vegas i can you get a lineup can we just get things trimmed just 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 a little can we cut the lot can we just nothing we just nothing i mean we get nothing um that being said new haircut superstition if chris curtis comes in and looks cleanly trimmed up on weigh-ins or cleanly trimmed up on the walkout, 100% hammering Hadolfo. Really? I hate new haircuts come fight night. That's why Anthony Pettis loses all the time. He constantly get his, gets his haircut. Constantly know, but, gets his haircut. But Curtis, his hair is so bad, and the UFC has mm. a premier sponsorship with Manscaped. I feel like at a certain point, Hunter or Sean is going to get involved and say, dude, like we have to make, I know we're not paying you guys enough, mm-hmm. but we have to make it look like mm-hmm. we are. So please exercise one of our sponsors, a la Manscaped and fix your shit. But wouldn't Manscaped more pertain to like his homeless man hair chest that he's got going on? That too. That too. Like, you know, shave it down, make it round, dude. Look like Adolfo. Like Chris Curtis looks like the dude, like it, like Chris Curtis visually looks like the guy, like, that Jean-Claude Van Damme would fight for money in like a mm. in like an 80s action movie. Yeah. You know I mean, where they were like, where they'd be like, hold a gun to Jean-Claude's head and be like, you're gonna go over there and fight that homeless dude, or we're gonna kill your family. And Jean-Claude would be like, I have to fight this man. I do not want to, but I have yeah. to. And he yeah. would walk over there and Chris Curtis would be like, okay. And he would take his shirt off and you're like, that dude's kind of in shape. Like this is yeah. gonna be a little bit of a scrap here. Yeah. And Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme would have his hands full. That's what he looks like. Yeah, it's kind of like Bob from Fight Club. You know what I mean? Now, Bob from Fight Club is Meatloaf. Meatloaf's dead now. Um, mm. And his name was Robert Paulson. So, <laughs> you know that, dude. That's shocking. Uh, if you... <laughs> I'm embarrassed you know that. What are you talking about? I the, Fight Club... Okay. Fight Club as a whole was very relevant at the time it came out. But it's probably even more so relevant now. And if you haven't watched it recently, God. I'm going to encourage you to watch it again. Uh, yeah, and and after you're done with that movie, I want you to watch V from Vendetta because that is even more related to what's going on right now. I don't. I, I no. I'm not. Well, you know what's crazy though is V for Vendetta is based off the idea of a virus that was released by the government and shut everything down, and then they overtaxed. That's contagion. People. That's contagion. No, no, it's not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um trying to get me riled up about the stuff and we're talking about fights people don't come here to listen to me talk about political stuff they come here to talk about fights nate main is t- taking on umar Nurmagomedov, i believe is the next fight is that correct that is right yeah yeah so uh you've got uh, a pretty wide line here right your boy nate main is plus 650 umar at a minus 1200 over on rounds at one and a half i believe nate main is going to be the biggest underdog on the card I don't believe there's going to be a disparity larger than this that we're going to see. Is this warranted? Probably. Probably. Uh, Nate Maness is tough. He is gritty, but he gets his shit rocked. And Umar Nurmagomedov is the guy to rock that shit. I think he gets it done in round one. 
Um, I'm I'm willing. I said that I I said that I'm going to stay away from props, and I am. I am going to stay away from props, but under one and a half is at plus one, like plus money, plus one twenty five for under one and a half. If I was going to play a prop, I feel like that's the prop to play. Um, I feel like Nurmagomedov is going to win. Nurmagomedov in round one plus two hundred. Um, you know, I, I again, I'm I'm staying away from props this week because that's been sort of an Achilles heel. Um, and Nurmagomedov wins by TKO KO is at plus four hundred, and him by submission is right around even money. So, I I don't know where you want to win your money at, but. Nurmagomedov's got plenty of plus money opportunities for you to do so. <laughs> I, I'm just saying he's going to beat Nate Maness and he's going to beat him inside the distance. So Bruh. hold Bruh. on, hold on. He's going to beat him inside the distance. You can make a sizable play on submission and you can make a smaller play on KO and he will win it by either one of those methods. Obviously if it's inside the distance and you're going to make money. So large play on even money, Smaller play on plus money to, to hedge the loss. If it happens. Bro, bro, first off, I'm, I'm laughing at you because tell me you're from South Carolina without telling me you're from South Carolina. I'm not from South Carolina. Well, you are from South Carolina. And you no, proved not. it because you said Nate Manus. Is that what you're calling him? That's Maness. how he says his name. No, he Maness. says his name Manus. No, he does not. Yes, he does. Don't do this. You're doing exactly like you do that one chick that you really like that looks super gnarly. She looks like a women's soccer player. What's her name? We Macy always call her a uh, Macy Chasson. Yeah, it's Chasson. It's Chasson. It's not Chasson, dude. Yes, it is. No, now you're doing this right now with Manus. Manus, Anus, and Maness, name, bro. It's not Chasson. No, it's Chasson. Nope, it's Chasson. You're out of your mind. I shake my shake hand. Right now. I'm shaking you. <laughs> shake shake my hand right now. I'm shaking. I'm, I'm shaking. I'm shake my hand. Shake my two hand. hands, bro. Shake my hand. Shake it. Shake my hand right now, dude. I'm I'm obviously taking Umar here, but you're nuts, dude. If I'm not putting a couple bucks down on Nate Maness because Nate Maness is a guy that comes in and he is killer be killed, which I love that type of style, and all it takes. Is what we know we're going to get from Nurmagomedov is we're going to get a grinding God. style. We're going to get that style. Yes, he's good from the back. Yes, he's got good rear naked shows. Yes, he can just suffocate you. But dude, you can never be prepared, and you can never understand what fist to face could happen at moments notice. And that's Nate Maness. Nate Maness is going to bull rush him. He actually has fairly good takedown defense, and he's going to throw for the fences. He's going to take those lunch boxes. And if you get one good clip, things crazy, bro. Dude. dude. Okay, let's wrong, talk shit after the past wrong. two weeks. Let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's just do it. Nate Maness is the dude that you regret yes. picking a fight. Thank in. you for saying Maness. I'm saying it for you, so you understand who I'm talking about. <laughs> Nate Maness, or Maness, as you're going to hear on Saturday night, mm. is the type of dude that you pick a fight with at a bar in Eastern Kentucky and immediately regret it. <laughs> Because he peels off his shirt and he's covered in kitchen table tattoos. Yeah. And you're like, I did not realize how much scar tissue you had around your eyebrows. This is probably <laughs> not going to go well for me. But at this point, 
I'm I'm 15 butt heavies in, and you bumped me while I was playing pool, so we're going to figure this out. And he figures you out real quick, and then he puts his tap-out T-shirt on, and then he goes with his, like, solid four, but Kentucky eight, and they go out, and they get in his truck, and they go home. And meanwhile, they're, like, mopping you up, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me, Tell me any of that's wrong. Uh, except for when they mop you up and you go home, you're, you tell your wife, oh, I slipped. I slipped. 100% slipped. Uh, yeah, I hit a deer on my way down here uh, while I was driving through the, driving through the haulers in Kentucky. In the no, middle babe, of the I was on the spray. I was yeah. on the spray, but I, I was, hit one. Yeah, deer handler spray had me wired up, bro. <laughs> I took, took three under the tongue and I just <laughs> fucking went balls to the wall. Crazy. <laughs> I was maxing out supersets of skull crushers and barbell slip. I had all these pictures of biceps on my phone. And I was right. just all jacked up. I was watching Pumping Iron for the 15th time, and all of a sudden I just decided. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Nate Maness. All right, so we're taking We're taking Umar. Like the distance, Umar. Umar, yes, please. Yeah. Goodness right. gracious. Right. Tiago Moises. Are, are, you, are we good with Moises, or are we going to call him Moises? <laughs> yeah. All right, Tiago Moises <laughs> at fifteen and six, taking on Christos Yagos. You want to you want to fight me on Yagos as well <laughs> at nineteen and nine? Jeez, oh man, I've never received such scrutiny when it comes to pronouncing names. Yeah. Uh, Yagos at a plus two hundred, Moises minus two forty range. It's Tiago, right? Like <laughs> it's T- we're taking Tiago here. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We have to. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I think that Moises got his main event spot too early. I think that they tried to hype him real quick, thinking he was going to be something he was not. I still think the kid's got a ton of talent. Even though he's not a kid, he's a grown-ass man. I think he's got a ton of talent. I still think he has a very high ceiling. I think they just kind of fed him to too many people too quickly, right? Like, they just really were kind of giving him killers. Christos Yagos is fighting for his job here, which will make this entertaining. But a Yagos fight is entertaining regardless because he he is a guy. And we say this a lot, and sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. But this is a legitimate thing. Yagos really does like to walk forward. He really does take like a um, a Mark Andre Barrio, um, a Steve Bose style approach to just standing and swinging and hoping for the best. Um, he can mix up the wrestling if he needs to, but he doesn't really do it all that often, which I believe will lead himself to a stand-up battle with Moises, who's going to be a little bit crisper. He's going to be a little bit tighter on the edges. He's going to cut angles better. I think he'll do a little bit more work. And then if he if it does go to the ground, I think Moises will be a lot more confident once it gets there. Even if the strength advantage lies with Yagos, I think Moises will have the better uh the better fight IQ, but also the better execution come fight night as the fight goes longer, if it gets there. But I believe that Yagos is probably going to want to keep this at like a seven-minute standing bang. So we'll see how it shakes out. But I think Moises in a minus 240 spot is good here, and I think he's a decent parlay piece as well that keeps the price right for you if you're building parlays. I think with Moises, dude, what, what always trips me up with him is he's still so young. And his resume is so vast. You'd think he's much older, but he kind of fights young. And the fact that there's like a confidence thing that lacks. Um, he came from a jiu-jitsu background. So, you know, that's where his confidence is. But he tends to be in more like standing affairs. I mean, he's had a you know bad two-fight skid, but he's been fighting absolute killers. He's got Islam Makachev and he's got Joel Alvarez. But one was a rear naked choke. One was like standing KO or whatever it was. So, I think Iago's 
you know, even though he's still a baby within himself, dude, the kid was born in the fucking nineties, early thirties. Tiago's only 27. He needs to come into this. He's got to ride a little bit of momentum, know that he's fought the better quality of competition. And to be honest, he should have a more well-rounded game. I like Tiago Moises in this. I think the line's a little too heavy, to be honest. I think it should be a little bit more, a little closer of a line. But yeah, I think Tiago. One of the things you're going to realize is that you're getting older now. So that like your reference of saying that somebody was born in the 90s and calling them a baby isn't relevant because you're old. That's insanity, though. It feels like that for you because you're old. That's that's how you know you're getting old. The so, 90s, dude. I And again, I hear what you're saying. But the more <laughs> you double down on this, the older you sound. It's just shocking, though. Like I, I, I hear you. I'm, are you friends with anyone that was born in the 2000s? Oh, so 2000s would put you at, what, 22 years old? Yeah. I know... In my heart, I'm trying to think right now, I don't know any 22 year olds personally. No, yeah, no, I don't know any. I but really see, don't. We know some 90 year olds, I mean, 90 in the year of 90s. Oh, in the year 90s, yeah, yeah, I, I know people born in the 90s, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I wouldn't call them youngins, I would group, I would group them into the same old as shit category as myself. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, when you, you're like you trying to call people born in the 90s like youngins is. Yeah. A, a, like a fleeting attempt at trying to preserve your own youthfulness, which I'm here to tell you is no longer there. You are old now. Well, it's like Pisa31 here says in the chat, he said, Nate got saved by the bell twice. I know he's actually talking about Nate Maness and getting saved by the bell twice, but I see that and I see saved by the bell. And if I go to Christos Yagos or I go to Tiago Moises, they don't know what a save the bell was, dude. It's I think, is it Yag I think Yagos is in his 30s, is he not? 32. He's 32. Boom. So, okay, yeah, he so knows. He might know. He, he, he knows. knows. He knows. He knows. Okay. Yeah. I also immediately kind of want to fade anybody that calls themselves like Spartan, the Spartan, or anything like Greek related. Or like if, if you're coming at me, if you're coming at me with anything dragon, wolf, Spartan related, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. It's, it just, it doesn't sit right with me. What would your name be? Oh gosh, I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. Um, Do you have your walkout song? I, you know what? I have a couple different walkout songs. Yeah, actually, I think so. Yeah, what are those? Uh, I need a hero, or holding on for a hero. By, I need a hero by Creed or Creed? Is it Creed no, that no. plays that? No, I holding need, on for oh, a it's hero. Nickelback. It's Nickelback. Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nickelback. Yeah, so holding holding on for a hero. That's that's a banger of a song. That's a good walkout song. I need a hero. That song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's kind of uh, cheesy. Wh what? I need a hero, dude. That's like coming out to the Karate Kid song or something. It's, it's a little, uh, it's a little the karate, good. The, 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 what? Bro, dude, it's like it's so cheesy. So first of all, holding out for a hero is a fantastic song. Um, and then second of all. The Karate Kid song is great. Um, so, no, but it's like it's like embarrassing that you come out to that. It's like, have you ever like listened on, to relevant music? You're gonna try to tell me that if you're in the crowd <laughs> and you hear this start playing, <laughs> and you're in the back, put it closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. 
No, it is good, but I mean, you're definitely fighting in like women's tights, right? Not, not dude, not at all. Okay. And right. then, dude, and then totally. imagine this: you run out, yeah, right, and you're walking out. Everybody's yeah. no, come I, on. I get behind it. Right. Okay, so this is a good one, right? That's a good. That's a good walkout song. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm into it now. That's okay. a good one. Yeah. Um, in the air tonight, another great walkout song, bro. Mm. Play that real quick. Come on, man. In the air. That's uh, what's that guy's name? The old guy with the ball. Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah. Dude. Put it closer to the mic. Yeah. Imagine this. Lights go down. Yeah. Soft blue lights come up. Are you, are you in your mind? Are you thinking you're a main event? <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely, bro. What are you a main event? I'm a my mistake. 100%. My, my mistake. 100%. Blue I thought lights. we were early prelims, but we're main event. No, main event, right? Soft yeah. lights come down. Smoke. Yeah. Smoke. It's too long, dude. What? No, it's now not. Now you're thinking you're Conor McGregor main event. Yeah, 100%. You're not. Foggy you're not dude. This is foggy dude here. No, you can't do that. What are you talking about? They're not going to let you do that. Yes, they are. They literally played What's-His-Face's song two times in a row the other night because he was so slow walking out. <laughs> This is a great song. Bro, come on, man. That's a jam. That's no. a jam. Goosebumps, bro. Look. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Listen to the lyrics. I've been waiting for this moment all my life. What? Huh. Dude, that's a walkout song. That's a walkout okay. song. And then honestly, to give to tip the hat, and I'll say I'll leave it at this. And I'm gonna, yeah. We're gonna move on from this. Yeah. Tip the hat to your boy Joseph Benavidez, Stranglehold. One of, if not the best song to walk out to. Ted Nugent Stranglehold. No idea. You don't know what Ted Nugent Stranglehold is? No. It's more no. egregious than your lack of Shia LaBeouf knowledge. Mm. That's really Stranglehold. Stranglehold. Oh, okay. Oh, bro. Okay, that's cool. I can that's, get that. that's that's and Kiesa comes out to it too because but Kiesa sucks so nobody cares. But yeah. listen, dude, stranglehold in the air tonight and holding out for a hero. Those are my three walkout songs. Do you have okay. one? Um, mine Don't would be. Me, hold on a second. Don't hit me with something intentionally stupid. Give me a real thought out answer here because I know you've thought about it before. Well, I have for sure, and I okay. kind of decided I'm going to go like more of the tie to Avasa route. Like I think I'm going to go something like this, dude. That's a good one. Because I'm from the USA, you know? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I'm in the crowd yeah, and somebody comes out to party in the USA, I'm placing a max live bet. For sure. For sure. Max live bet if somebody comes out yeah. to party in the USA. 100%. Yeah. That's so that's what, that's what I think I'm going to go with. Yeah. That's for the boys every day, all yeah. day, party in the USA. Certified classic. You I thought you were going to give me main that, event, but I love that But in the UK. You know what I mean? Oh, bro. Enemy territory party in the yes. USA? Yes. Imagine Wembley fighting Leon Edwards coming out to party in the USA. Right. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude. Except for Miley would be there and she'd be singing it live. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You'd have to be a big draw, but that's good. I am. I am. Do you think you'd get a good pop if you fought Connor in Dublin and came up, came out to shipping out to Boston? That would be the ultimate fuck you. And I love that. Yeah, that'd be that. the super troll, right? That'd be the super troll of all super trolls. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
That would be good. Oh, Keith says hit him up, Tupac. I actually, you know, here's the thing. Solid pick. It's a solid pick, but I'd almost go with Hail Mary over hit him up. <laughs> I like Hail Mary. Come with me, Hail Mary. And you get the gunshots. Choo, choo, choo. Come with yeah. me. That's. <laughs> yeah. Na, na, na. Na, 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 na. <laughs> that's a good yeah that's a good jam that's good uh jake says probably gonna have to edit this section out maybe maybe i don't know maybe we'll keep it you know we're, only, we're 50 minutes in we've only covered three fights so. <laughs> maybe right, what's the next fight uh let's see here josh parisian versus alan badeau oh, uh, parisian at 14 and 5 alan badeau at 8 and 3 boy <laughs> if you want to talk about two boys that need custom size hats yeah like Reeboks kitting them out for the for the for the thing most most heavyweights are going to get custom gloves these boys need custom size hats two gigantic melons yeah. on these guys right here these are the size heads that you want to see on heavyweight fighters yes i don't want to see these little tiny dushko tudorovic heads on my big boys i want to see the summer watermelons i want to see these bodacious bowl cuts. That's what I want to see. And Alan Badeau and Josh Parisian have got it going on. Gigantic melons, gigantic hands, and gigantic wastes of size and talent. Both of these dudes suck. This fight is ending horribly inside the distance, or it's going to go sloppily to the distance. I don't know. I'm on Alan Badeau, though. I think he's just good enough, and his name kind of sounds like Bidet, which I can appreciate a good Bidet spritz. So I'm going with Badeau. Uh, Bidet, good day. I'm out. Yeah, both of these are not UFC quality competitions by any means, but Alan Badeau has actually fought good quality, dude. He's got freaking Tom Aspinall. He's got uh, Nascimento, even though that ended in no contents. And then even Parker Porter, dude. Parker Porter used to make a bunch of fun of him because he was super fat and just like a cannonball of a person. But Parker Porter has shown himself to be a viable person in that division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Alan Badeau, I think, gets this thing done. I'm actually shocked you get it at a, at a relatively close to pick him because um, Josh Parisian is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know you don't mean that in the sense that most people mean it. Um, right. I you mean it like you mean it like in the TVB kind of way that if you don't listen to our show, you don't understand what that means for sure. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I can so we're on Badeau here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And give them yeah, to me sure. that near pick of money. All right, co main event of the evening Neil Magny at 26 and 8, taking on Shavkat Rachmanov. Oh boy, oh boy. Neil Magny is a plus 350 here, Shavkat at a minus 450 over under on rounds, Trey. Two and a half. Two and a half. This is so tough, Dale, because this, you and I have is, talked about yeah. this a yeah. bunch, dude. I'm going to just write off the rip, bro. Yeah. We said, outside of like our superstitions, yeah. we never bet against someone that post-fight wears a dead animal on their head. Sure. sure. What does Shavkat do? He wears a dead animal. He also, here's something that I, I, I want to give credit where it's due, and I cannot remember. Somebody posted a thing. Maybe it was MMA heads. Maybe it wasn't. I don't, somebody we follow on Instagram. I don't know. If it was you, put it in the chat. Um, and I'll let, I'll shout you out. Somebody put a thing up where it was all Shavkat's favorite things, right? Yeah. Did you see this? No. Okay. Uh, do you know what Shavkat's favorite animal is? Raccoon. Has to be. Horse. Okay. That's badass. Okay. Horse. Do you know what his favorite thing to eat is? Horse. 
horse. No way. Yes. Yeah. He eats his favorite animal. That would be like me eating penguin. Yeah. Yeah. That's insanity. I know. I know. He eats his favorite animal. And like, you know, he meant it in the most innocent way possible. But also the most like matter of fact way possible. 100%. 100%. I I pet said animal and then I eat said animal. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking savage. That is. That is. Oh, boy. I don't know what you do with that kind of information, but I wanted to bring it up to you to say I I have had a hard time in my life betting against Neil Magny. And, yeah. and when I do bet against him, I've regretted it. Um, we took Max to beat Neil. Um, and I believe, I believe looking at that fight, I scored, I scored it for Max. I'm just going to be honest with you. I scored it for Max. It was a little bit because mm-hmm. Max is our friend. It's also yeah. a little bit because um, I had a bet on Max and I wanted to win my money. But when people were like Neil Magny won that fight, I I'm not going to, I'm not going to like knife fight you over that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like super mad about that, but I also really believe that honestly, that, that Max won that fight. Um, but I say all that because when I bet against Neil, it always comes back to bite me in the ass. It always does. Neil Magny is so good. He's such a gamer and his fight IQ is so high. Only three losses in the last five years. I put this up on Twitter. I appreciate everybody that participated in this. Um, only three losses in the last five years. RDA, Ponzinibbio, and there was another one too. Um, crap. Pawns. The Pawns. Hold on. Uh, what was it? RDA, Ponzinibbio, and somebody else. I cannot remember who it was. Um, oh, Kiesa. Kiesa. Mm. Mm. all three of those guys are better tenfold than anybody that Rachmanov's beat. Right. Right. Like, like Rachmanov has beat Michael Prezeris and Cowboy Oliveira. And who else? Somebody, he just beat somebody else too. Who was the other? Uh, Carlston Harris. Was that the other one that he beat? Yeah, that was solid though. I know you're a big Carlston Harris guy, but I'm not on the Carlston <laughs> Harris train here. Um, there's none of those guys that beat any of the three guys that I just said. And I know this is just deep into the weeds with MMA math, right? And I know that Shavkat is an absolute killer, dead animal killer, Caucasus Mountain warrior, Mongolian murderer, if you will. The guy eats his favorite animal. But Neil Magny at plus 350? Dude's been fighting in the promotion for damn near 15 years now. Um, perennial top 15 welterweight. Only lost to the best of the best outside of Chiesa. Um, and you say, well, Ponzinibbio is not that good. But Ponzinibbio was really good. The Before the Wait, blood clots yeah. and bone infections and all that stuff, Ponzinibbio was a mur- was just an absolute murderer. Yeah. Um, and he beat the hell out of Neil. Neil's losses come against quality folks. Shavkat's not placed any good. Um, I'm nervous about this fight, if I'm being honest with you. I don't necessarily love the idea of fading Neil Magny. And I think I'm kind of getting good value at plus 350 here. Dude, we, we saw in the last fight, because you think Neil, who has been in the promotion for a long time, who's mm-hmm. relatively older, mm-hmm. you worry about someone's chin eroding. But we saw in the Max fight, that round one with that overhand right, where he took a shot, bounced back, 
Yeah, and then went back to the original Neil Magny that we love and know, the guy that pushes someone up against the cage, risk yeah. control, and just smothers, holds, and just owns a dominant position the whole time. Shavka is going to definitely have the more active striking, but he's not tested, dude. Neil's fought the who's who. And to be honest, dude, Neil, it's one of those things where you get worried when older guys take on the young prospects, but Neil Magny wasn't just given this fight. He's been choosing to pick mm. the most dangerous fights, dude. Dude, he wanted he was he wanted begging and, ple- and pleading for the Homsot fight. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He wants these dangerous fights because I feel like his game has evolved. He feels like he's in that tier right now. And that's it. That's indicative of everything we've heard from like our friend Drew Dober, what's going mm-hmm. on at Team Elevation. He's fighting the quality of competition. He's seen the quality of competition. This is deep waters for Shavkat. As much as he's a killer. Anyone can look like a killer when you're coming in and just beating a bunch of kindergartners. Dude, Neil Magny has been playing at the college level, bro. Here's the problem that we're in right now, right? And and we've got an audience, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad there's somebody here to hear, hear us flesh this out. Is that if we take Neil Magny, we're the only ones on Neil. Right. And that's a gift and a curse, right? Because if, we, if, if Neil hits, you say, well, the, the punchless boy said Neil. Yeah, I can't believe they, they they're you know they took Neil right outside of like your occasional D-Gen that's going to sprinkle on a plus three fifty Neil Magny because he's plus three fifty Neil Magny of course, right. And then if Neil goes out there and he gets starched in the first thirty eight seconds by a shove caught right hand, yeah. people are going to go, "You guys are absolute morons. Why yeah. would you go against Shavkat? He's the future of the welterweight division." Um, you're also going against all of the things that you talk about all the time, like dead hats and horse meat and everything else, Caucus Mount Warriors. You're literally going against your uh, your own logic here. But we have two points of conflicting logic is taking Neil Magny at plus money and taking dead dead hat, dead animal hat, Caucus Mount Warriors that eat horse meat. It, yeah. If we're in a lose-lose situation here, if Neil Magny wins, we look like geniuses, but people will say it was or fluke or degens and if shavkat wins and we were on neil people are gonna think that we're idiots right so what do you want to do here take how, magni. You, how it you want to take magni at plus 350 yeah how about this how about small play neil magni at plus 350 larger chunk play Shavkat inside the distance he's no. 50 he's 15 and 0 with 15 finishes doesn't matter dude yeah First off, dude, Magni, Magni by decision is just as good as Caitlin Chikagan by decision. We know that, dude. We said that even when you fought Max Griffin. Max Griffin's either going to get it done inside the distance or Magni's going to get by decision. What happened? And he won by decision. decision. You're right. You're right. You're right. We have to go with Magni, dude. Small cage, not much room for Shavkat to move around. Dude, you literally kill me with a small cage stuff. You told me I'm not allowed to use that as logic anymore. Yeah, because I am now. I'm the captain now. Look to me in the eyeball. Look I am the captain, though. I am, I am the, the captain. captain. I am. All right. Uh, can you do the intro for the main event while I go to the bathroom real quick? Yes. All go. right. Oh, God. Oh, dude. Of course you do this because I can't pronounce anyone's fucking name. Great. All right, guys. Well, we have the main event here. <laughs> Armin Sarukin. I know that. Uh, but obviously it's Gamrot, but I, I can't pronounce his first name. But God, Fuck. All right, Gamrot versus Sarukian. All right, this has been a tough one here because we got Gamrot at minus two eighty-seven. We got Gamrot. We got Gamrot at dude. These cutwaters. 
I'm so happy Dale's not here. I can talk to you guys for a second. Um, I think I have a drinking problem tonight. <laughs> this is, I didn't, I only had breakfast this morning. So, um, I came straight from work and I jumped right into these cut waters and I'm going to be honest guys. Um, these vodka mules from Cutwater, they, they hit different. They, they just, there's not like a ease into it. It's like you hit a brick wall. Um, all right. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. All right. Serial Canyon at a minus 287. Gamrot at a plus 247. Okay. Over under set at four and a half. So guys with Sarukin here, you know, it's funny. Dale had texted me earlier in the week and he's, he's throughout his plays. It was like on a Monday. I know we we're supposed to have our show on a Tuesday, but I had some complications. So on, we moved the episode to Thursday, but on Monday, Dale texts me and goes, Gamrot, dude, Gamrot for sure. And then later in the week he goes, Oh no. Well, man, I watched some tape. I did some tape study, which we pride ourselves on not doing any tape study. Like I don't have any notes. Dale has no notes, but Dale goes, Oh dude, I, I did some tape on Sarukian here. And I'm going to be honest, dude, he looks, he looks way faster. He looks way faster. You said that by the way, I did it. I am Dale's back now. Um, I did a really intense breakdown, like crazy. <laughs> I can tell by the chat that you said Matt Touche, which I, I'm a big, <laughs> a big fan. Oh, I can't even chat. What's happening in the chat? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of uh, LMAOs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, I don't know. I don't know what you did. Or what I you literally did just read the odds. I like fumbled because these cut waters are just going trades at the dome, dude. <laughs> the dome. Uh, by the whole time you went to the bathroom, I got through the odds. And then I talked about how you texted me on Monday and said you wanted Gamrot, but then you watched tape. And you realize that Sarukin's way faster. He is. Sarukin is faster. And <laughs> it, my, my, so my initial my initial lean with Gamrot is one Cox Mountain Warrior. Uh, two, he's twenty and one as a professional, right? Like so, he's re really really good, and really enjoyed his fight against Norman Park, where they fought in front of like sixty five thousand people, which was an amazing spectacle. If you've never seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, and Saruki, and I feel like it's a lot of love based on his performance short notice against Makachev, right? People are like, right. oh my gosh, this is so amazing. He did so good, even though he lost the fight. They're like, I can't believe he, you know. Anyway, um, before I get into any, saying anything else, I don't appreciate the voice that you do when you're talking about me. Um, like when you're pretending to be me, you're, 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 I don't know what that was. Like you, you almost, it's like not quite the dude, like from Big Lebowski. It was like, yeah, it would be cool if that's what it sounded like, but it sounded like a disrespectful <laughs> dude, hmm. which I didn't love. I don't remember. I blacked out like yeah. hours yeah. ago, bro. Yeah, it was, it was essentially a disrespectful dude, but that's okay. That's hey, all right. Here, you let's test you. Let's chest, test where your beers are right now. Let's What's Sarukin's nickname? Oh my gosh. Um, Pronounce it, dude. What is Sarukin's nickname? If you can pronounce this pronunciate it enunciate pronounce it pronounce yeah yeah then Armand I'll, I'll venmo you cash right now yeah, that's you owe me cash anyway so well i'll, I'll venmo you the cash i, I, I think it's a hala and what does that mean that i do not know no well you know maybe do some tape study bro a hala kalakets sounded good I'm sure Born in '96. I'm sure there's not enough spit in it. Halakalakets. Halakalakets. Oh, easy now. We can't do any Aloha snack bars in here. You're gonna get a snack. You're gonna what? get a. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. What? Speaking of which, speaking of which, um, actually it has nothing to do with it, but your 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 small cry there made me think of something. I'm talking to a guy on the phone today at work, and he's trying to give me something, and he's doing phonetic alphabet, which uh, producer Jake will really enjoy, and anybody else that's had to use phonetic alphabet um, it, and and has had to do so correctly for a number of years uh, will appreciate. Most people have no idea what the phonetic alphabet is, and they suck at it. Right. Um, this guy hit me with – the first time I've ever heard this – hit me with an N for Navajo. Okay. So he goes like, he goes T for Tango, D for Delta, N for Navajo. And I go, excuse me, what? What's wrong with that? That's not it. It's November. Well, no, I, it's like when I spell my last name, dude, like I'm not doing it based off the alphabet. Well, if you do, okay. So Van Buskirk, right? So like, let's pretend you have to give me your name phonetically. How would you do it? legitimately go no i'll do it i'll do don't be funny here give me your phonetic alphabet for van buskirk okay i go v for victor a for apple n for nancy b for bootylicious u for unicorn s for sex yeah k for kangaroo yeah i for igloo yeah r for rabbit yeah and k for i switch it up for kite kite that's a risque one but okay I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now, I believe all those except for bootylicious and sex. What do you actually say for B and S? B for boy, U for... I just say U, because if you can't figure U, you. then you're yeah. mute. Yeah. Or no, or deaf. You're deaf, yeah. <laughs> U is what the sound deaf people make. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, my God. We're canceled. That was awful. Producer Jake, you need to take that out for sure. You get mad at me for saying the word retarded and you drop that. I'm you're, sorry. You're I've had a couple of years. I'm stupid. You're right. Oh my Jeez. gosh. Christ. <laughs> we gotta we have to get through these shows fast. All right. I'm on Sarukian here. I and, and not just say because his name is Armand. It's I'm on Sarukian here. I think he's faster. He is Gamrot Gamrod is slow. Now I think that I think the submission game is something that uh Sarukians are gonna have to be mindful for. But I think the longer this fight goes, to be honest with you, I think it's his. I think he'll have the wrestling advantage. He's gonna have the speed advantage. Um I the only thing I think he's missing is the power. Um so yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is, this is, this is an even better. This is a better follow-up. Ask her, ask her is triggered. (laughs) For those of you who don't know that ask her, ask her is deaf. So if he could hear this, he'd be super pissed. All right. I think, dude, I think with Gamrot too, like you have to look at his, his resume a little bit. And I know you're a big hot sauce Holtzy fan, dude, but come on. Like he's an old fighter. Holtzy fan. Not me. No, you are. You are. And then Jeremy Stevens. I mean, was that during Jeremy Season's like five fight loss skid yes, before he exited correct. the promotion? It correct. was. Yep. Cool. And then Joe Alvarez, like big, big deal. Does that warrant you a main event spot? Absolutely not. This is the Joe UFC. Cr- this is the UFC creatively 
putting together someone that they want to hoist up a little bit more in Sarukin. Yeah. I think this is a fair price to get him. He will be faster. I think he's savvy enough on the ground and negate any type of submission threat that could happen from a half guard or Gamrot, which he does do kind of a grinding style. If in fact he's able to get on top, he holds for a minute, waits to exercise all that person's energy and try and find a neck or an arm or whatever it may be. But I think Sarukian's fast enough on the feet. He'll have enough volume. So even if this goes the distance, the significant strikes land, it will fall there with Sarukian. So yeah, I like Sarukian here through and through. I don't love him at the minus 287 spot. I think that's a weird price on him, but I'm cool with it at this point. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I, I, what, who was the other minus 200 that we were really cool with? Tiago Moises. Yeah. Let's take Sarukian. We'll parlay him with Moises. We'll get like the minus 140 spot. Ooh, okay. It's bootylicious. Yeah. Big on the bootylicious. Are you going to crack another cutwater? Yeah. Don't be a bitch. Do it. Bro. What? B is not for bitch. I, I know that. B is for bring another cutwater over here and crack it open. Let's get three. Dude. If we get three cutwaters through Trey by the time the show's done, you know, keep in mind that this is Pacific time. So it is 7.50 there. So we'll wrap the show like 8.15 his time. Three cutwaters deep. You realize how much trouble he's going to get in? This is going to be so worth it. It's good. It's good. It's good, man. I'm going to get in so much trouble later, Dale. <laughs> Did you hear me say that while you were gone? No. What? what did, you, did you say I was going to get in trouble? I did. I, like, yeah. I said if we can get Trey to get through three cut waters by the time the show's done, it's only 8 o'clock your time. You're going to go in the house. <laughs> You're going to be in so much trouble. If I had lunch today, that would that would, yeah. that would have helped. The cause. Well, you didn't live <laughs> off a steady diet of cocaine and steroids. You'd be all right. All right, let's get through. College these was a fun time. Let's get through these so we can we can move. All on. right, let's go. Um, speaking of your college days, Vanessa Demopoulos taking on <laughs> Jinyu Fry. Jinyu Fry at eleven and six. Vanessa Demopoulos at seven and Bro. four. Those of you who do not know, Trey has had a run in with Vanessa. They are uniquely acquainted with one another. One has seen the other one naked, will not confirm nor deny whether both parties have <laughs> so seen the other one naked. Um, yeah. Vanessa, as you know, was a, an exotic dancer for a number of years in the California area. Uh, Trey lives in the California area, yep. has, has may or may not have crossed paths, he, he claims, but I'll show you the text messages. The receipts are there. I mean... <laughs> We don't know. All that to say, we're going to take Vanessa, right? Plus 185 women's science over Jinyu Fry here to minus 220. This is the weirdest thing. So I know two women's underdogs hit last week. and Both over plus science. 200. Both over plus 200. I understand. But for you to text me early in the week and be so dead on Vanessa Demopoulos, dude, is like shocking because I, when she came to the – into the promotion was like, dude, this chick's legit. I've watched her fights in person, not at the glitter factory in person at LFA promotions out the Indian reservation. She's so flexible. And I was like, uh -huh. She is super flexible. And, and it was epic. She's so good. Um, she just recently got her black, black belt jujitsu. She has a good ground game. She's small. She's muscular. She plays the bully in the fights. Genu Frey 
She's a muscular chick too, which makes it a little bit tougher. She's going to have the way better striking. And Jenny Frey, yes, dude. Normally, Jenny Frey does not have the better striking. And actually, she's not the, she doesn't have a lot of volume. She picks her shots, but she's very like target oriented. Demopolis, dude, her striking is so erratic. It's just fucking landing whatever I can. Hopefully, chaos leads to success. I think we take Vanessa, dude. I say that because I think that she's going to create chaos. Yeah, and I think if she does get this to the ground, yeah. Jenny Frey has no idea what to do on the ground. I think a submission happens there. I think not yeah. only do we take this at plus 185, but we put it some Trend X50 right in the butt cheek, the right one, and then we juice this thing to like a plus three something. How do we juice it? Inside the distance? Submission. Hold on, let me pull it up. I don't I'm, we're not gonna play this 100 percent but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I think gonna, we are. I'm gonna be our most confident this. play of the night. I'm gonna I'm gonna entertain this just for the sake of this. But uh Demopolis by submission, you said? Yes. And we parlay it with Neil Magny. Great call, a guy who loves beer in the chat. Plus eight hundred. Jeez, dude. I'm going to be honest. The GameStop stock thing is not working out. This will work out. Okay. We will allow one Hail Mary parlay. Vanessa by submission parlayed with Neil Magny money line. No. Yes. Yeah. That's a plus 800 with a plus 350. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's the it. only non-money line play. Shake my hand. Good. Um, am I flying out to San Diego for UFC San Diego? Or are we not doing that? They haven't announced it yet. Yes, they have. They announced it, and it's Cheeto yeah. Vera versus Dominic yeah. Cruz as the main event. It's like August thirteenth or something like that. Where are they doing it? In the shithole that is. Yes, yes, yes. We already talked about this last week. Whatever crappy arena is there, that's the one they're doing it in. I speculated that was going to happen. No, that's where it's at. They announced it. Yes. Well, then buy your tickets. Let's get those Bonvoy points, bro. I'd say shack up at our house, but we live in California where you can only afford 900 square feet. So wait a second. You're going to have me out, but I can't stay at your place? You you can. I don't know where you're going to sleep. Dude. On the couch? You don't have a, you don't have an extra bedroom? Well, I'm sorry. Look at you, Adolfo Vieira. Like... What are you doing? You walking around with a robe and a cigar, an extra room? Oh, sorry. Do we also have a garage, Dale? I parked my car in the garage. You're Dude, literally great. doing your podcast from your garage. It's not a full garage. It's a half car garage. We call it a who car. Has, who has a cat? Who has a half of a car? California IAs. Okay. You can thank Gavin Newsom. So let me just get this straight. If I if I choose to fly out there. I have to pay yes. for airfare, which is 17% higher due to it, it, inflation. I've got to, I'm obviously going to buy my own ticket uh, to the event. And I have to, you're going to make me pay for a San Diego, and you live in the nice part of San Diego. I have to, a nice part of San Diego ho hotel room for what, three days? No, you can sleep on the couch. You're okay just, with me sleeping I on your couch? Yeah, I'm just worried when my kids who have never seen you come down and see a bearded man laying on the couch, what they're going to do. Well, and I'm going to be you, honest, dude. You take me as the type of guy that sleeps naked. I'm going to be you, honest. You, I, I don't sleep naked uh, because it's not tactical. And <laughs> nobody wants to fight naked. Why is it not tactical? Nobody wants to fight naked. Listen, 
the most intense fights I've ever been in in my entire life were against naked men. There is right. nothing crazier than fighting a dude. Like if, if a dude is willing to fight naked, he's going to win. It, it, it he's on a different level of of yeah. of of mental understanding that you have you're going to have to physically put something facing the wrong direction if you're going to win. And yeah. I I'm yeah. Great way to say that. I well, the reason why I say that is this is because all right, story time with Dale. <laughs> so, yes, please. Two thousand eight, two thousand mm-hmm. two thousand eight, two thousand nine. One there. Yeah. Um, I was working for the South Carolina Department of Corrections at the time, um, and I worked at SM in the SMU unit, SMU two, which is Special Management Unit two. So the bad boys. Um, the guys that you don't want to be around can't get along with anybody else. Locked down 23 hours a day, one hour out, and it's supervised in the little cages like you see in the movie, right? That's all yeah. very basic. Shot caller. No, no shot caller. Yeah. Um, had a gentleman, and I'll drop his name because I don't care. Uh, his name was Kenyatta Spry. All right. Kenyatta was that his Sp- stage name or his real name? That's his real name, Kenyatta Spry. Kenyatta Spry oh, um, would had this really cool talent where he would take a double A battery because they all got to listen to little radios, little handheld radios. I'm going to, I'm going to speed this up. I promise. You take the battery. He would take the metal sheath off the battery. He take the metal sheath off the battery. And then he would, he knew exactly how tight to roll it. So it was a perfect circle, right? And that circle would fit into the keyhole of a set of handcuffs. And what Kenyatta Spry would do is he would put, one of these little homemade handcuff keys, either in his armpit hair or his pubic hair. Okay. So unless you were doing a very good strip search, you would not find this, right? You would not find it unless you were paying attention to it. Or if it was like hidden, like in like a deodorant clump or something like that, it's very easy to hide. So anyway, one day Kenyatta coming back from the, from the shower decides he's going to unlock his handcuffs because the sergeant making the, the transport was doing it very sloppily. He unlocks his handcuffs, sucker punches this, uh, sergeant at the time with the handcuffs, splits his eyebrow open, grabs the handcuffs and other stuff, and locks himself back into his cell. Right. So now mm-hmm. he's got our cuffs, he's got some other stuff, and he's in the cell. Right. Yeah. So we can't just let him have it. We got to go in and get it. Right. Right. You got to go in and get it. So uh, he knows we're coming in to get it. Right? So what does he do? As we're staging up, he takes shampoo and baby oil and he slathers up the floor shampoo guy sounds like a genius baby oil make it real slippery strips completely naked and covers himself in baby oil and shampoo he's greasy yep so he's like come on right so so what do we do drop down the pie flap we just drop just probably i don't know 15 ounces of OC, which is pepper spray inside the flap. And then we close it. Right. And you yeah. let them, you smoke them out for a little bit. Fuck you. I'm not coming in there. I'm going to smoke you out. Right. He's completely unfazed. He's standing there looking at us like, yeah, come on in here and get it. So we stack up at the door and we go in and dude, it's like the three stooges, Benny Hinn's music playing. Boop, boop, we're slipping all over it. So he jumps yeah. on top of us. It's hands, it's feet, it's everything everywhere. We're all fighting, covered in baby oil and shampoo. It's a nightmare, right? Which, it's which, like, which to pause you for a quick second. It's like yeah. we talk about dry bodies, tight submissions, bro. Yeah. You're not getting that with There's an oiled up piglet, dude. It's no, not, not at all. Not at all. No. Not at all. 
So literally you've got 800 pounds of correctional officer versus 140 pounds of greased up little piglet, <laughs> which is great. And we're all just in there just fighting all over. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a hundred percent like that, Keith. Um, so anyway, <laughs> eventually we get him pinned, right? Eventually we get him pinned. And at a certain point in time, once yeah, we got did he throw top, Legos down <laughs> at a certain point, oh, no, at a certain point in time, because uh, keep in mind, everything in there is covered in pepper spray and it's in the air. So we're all coughing, wheezing, just snot pouring out of your face and eyes. Everything. It's a nightmare. It's, yeah. it's just. If you haven't experienced it, it's it's not fun. Um, so we get yeah. them. We get them handcuffed. Right. Have you ever yeah. been handcuffed before? No. Super fun. Um, the fuzzy so, ones don't count. So we've we've got him we've got him like bad handcuffed where yeah. normally you're going outside to outside he's inside to 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 outside right yeah. inside to, right so anyway somebody somebody grabbed his wrist and attempted to without undoing the cuff take his inside and turn it outside but in doing so grabbed all of his fingers to do it as opposed to his wrist. Okay. And the weird part it was is that the cuffs were on really tight, so there wasn't a lot of movement. So the fingers went with it, but the uh. the wrist didn't go. So what it looked like was like this, but the 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 fingers were going as if it were back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? He stopped fighting. All that to say, to make the point, to bring it all back home. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how you bring this one back. Yeah, you got to make it. You have to when somebody's fighting naked, you got to make something go the wrong way in order to get them to stop. Because it wasn't until the fingers were going the wrong direction that yeah. he was like, "I don't want to fight anymore." And then we dragged him out. Wow. Yeah, that was hardcore. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, listen, I've got tons of. So um, I don't think he's in prison anymore. He, I don't think he listens to the show. But if he does, Kenyatta Spry. I mean, I remember your fingers getting broken, bro. I remember that. Wow. So I probably would have just like, I would have dropped my pants and then done like a little like windmill thing and then just mm. shot him for a double. You know what I mean? You could have like slid across, like did one of these and slid from guard like right at him and been like, yeah. you don't know that I'm a shark. Like, this is a, sh yeah. I'm a shark down here. Yeah, you could have done yeah, that. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I see that. I also see your massive calves, bro. Uh, yeah, ball was life. I don't know if you know this or not, but <laughs> ball was life. If In I every kick episode, God listen, damn if it. I kick you, you are uniquely aware that you've been kicked. Ball's life, dude. You were the you were the guy that caught the ball in the paint, dude. You fucking yeah. keep sleeping on me, like I will not wreck your shit. I'm just telling you. All right, Mario I Batista said, at nine and two, taking on Brian Kelleher at twenty four and thirteen. It's my boy Boom. Best rapper in the UFC. Kelleher's at a plus 144, taking on Mario Batista. Sweet chest rocker. Sweet chest rocker on, on uh, Mario Batista here. Uh, we're going to take him. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting every urge in my body to, to take Brian Kelleher here, and we're going to take Mario Batista, right? Thank you. Okay, wow. Thank you. Okay. I'll, cool. I'm going to give you this one. You gave Thank me you. you gave me Vanessa. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to give you Batista. All right, cool. Yeah, no. Brian Keller, dude, he had his moment in the sun, but he's just looked god awful lately. He's looked old. He's looked his age. Hmm. What hmm. he's got the good guillotine. That's his one submission, which, oh, by the way, hard, is not a submission. Um, Boy, jeez, oh man, here we go, bro. The boom, the boom does not have the boom anymore. He does not hit hard anymore. He has shown that as of recently. He's not fast. He's not aware. He's guillotine was ten fights ago. 
Batista's got a good ground game. He's got a good outside leg kick. He's faster. He's got a good cardio tank. He's younger. Yes, dude. Boy, I'm. You know what's crazy is I'm like, I'm all. You're talking, and I'm like, yes. And then you said something stupid, and then I'm like, all right. Then you say what something was stupid. Like, well, you're like he. Well, first of all, you called him old. He's 35, so he's the same age as you. Are you old? 33. Okay. So I turned old. 34. All right. Next month. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Brian Kelleher is three and three against fighters of Hispanic descent. Bautista is the chance here. Bro, to, we're bringing to... race into this now. Give me a break. I'm not bringing race into it all. I'm just saying these are these are patterns that exist. He's win one, lose one. He's win one, lose one against uh, against Spanish fighters, and he just beat Domingo Pilarte. So now what's here we his are record the past five fights? His past five fights? Yeah, what's his record? Three and two, three wins, two losses. Losses the 500 fighter. Losses to Ricky Simone, Spanish fighter, uh, and losses to Umar Nurmagomedov. Those are legit. So okay. well, we're taking uh, Batista. And he says Kelleher is a better rapper than Bryce Mitchell. Yes, Bryce Mitchell is hot garbage at rapping. Good fighter, hot garbage. Mario looks like a child in his tapology photo. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Pull it up, please. I need to see it. Stand by. Take a look at this. I'd like to take a look at this. We need to go ahead and bring this up. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, 100%. You want to show that thing? Show I can't. bad boy? Stand by. Yeah. Hold on. Let's go. We'll go with here, and we'll go with share, and we'll go with share screen. And Chrome tab. Just talking the whole thing out my beers are starting to hit deliciously different and nice nice yeah buddy nice yeah, a couple a couple three that's of them heavy chevys before we got going here oh that's cool yeah he does look like he's five years old yep um yeah he looks like the halloween costume you get your three-year-old that's like i want to be a ufc fighter that's uh-huh. cute dude he looks yeah, that's cute yeah he looks good it's like a um uh, it, it's almost like he was at like a youth event because like even the ring girls got on shorts and a tank top. Yeah. So it's like, all, it's like a youth fight promotion. I love that. Um, I was really excited for you to share your screen because yeah. it's, it's actually very nerve wracking because based on your search history, because mm-hmm. I'm, I work in the e-commerce world, yep. um, your targeted ads yep. there, good sir, are yep. all badass like war camo outfits yep. and stuff like that. Um, and cars, um, apparently you yeah you hurts is your your choice of, of i'm not sure what's going on with that but as far as the go ruck thing um my one buddy mark um him and i are going to do a go ruck event in december so yeah, i needed cool. to um i was i was looking at the, the um <laughs> sign up thing for it so well i will not share my screen so that's good that's cool that's cool that was manly Fuck I don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone wants to see your your My Little Pony memorabilia stuff. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely um, not. But if anybody wants to come to Charleston in December and do the Pearl Harbor Memorial Go Ruck event with myself and my buddy Mark, by all means, come on down. Uh, you can stay at my crib. I will openly open my house to you, unlike Trey, who will make you stay at a hotel, and we yep. can do the Go Ruck event together. So, yeah, something yep, you want to do yep. if you're in the greater, if you're in the southeast, let's make it happen. All right. Um, Next night. What is it? I'm just going to leave. You want to just leave this open? Let's just figure this out. Hold on. I'll um, go to the next one here. JP buys minus one. Oh, oh dude, yeah. we got to pick them here between JP buys and Cody Durden. Yeah. Minus one Oh five. Now this is interesting. This is interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. 
Mm-hmm. I really like the Die Hard MMA podcast with Clint. And Clint was mm-hmm. saying this. He's like, dude, JP buys. They're so stoked because who was the guy that was cheating on his wife that fought on, fought on the cart before? Whoop. For his ex. JP buys. Yeah, was his married three- to Cheyenne. Cheyenne buys, who's yep. now Cheyenne whatever. Yeah, it's not buys, it's bays, but yep. Bays. Cheyenne is now dating or banging Roman Delize. Roma Delize, yep. who fought last week. Yes. Who snuffed yeah, your boy Dawkus. Who snuffed Dawkus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was saying, like, dude, how hilarious it is that because I think JP Byers was maybe supposed to be on that card before, and how like awkward that would have been, dude. And they switched so, it, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. sick. Um, it was initially scheduled for that, and they moved it. Yeah. But here's the thing, and I have a little bit of theory about this. JP Byers is going through a rough time in his life, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Roman Delize, dude, yeah. is just Delize and his ex wife. It's pretty hardcore. Oh, boy, he's um, Roman. He's Roman all over her body. <laughs> Conquest, yeah. the Roman <laughs> Empire. Yeah. And it makes me nervous though, because it thinks me it brings me back to Team Alpha Male days here with uh Cody Garbrandt too. Because Cody Garbrandt had a really nice life. He was living his life with this like ball of service chick who was kind of a fire. And then obviously they got they got divorced. And since then, mm. he's just been an absolute mm. basket case. He's been doing uh, you know, infomercials for Blue Chew and trying to act like he's a stud and he just has no chin. I fear JP buys who had no chin before has less of a chin now because he's mentally fucked up and he has no chin. And you're going up against a guy in Cody Durden who has fantastic wrestling, who will break you mentally. He's already broken. So Cody Durden's going in with a guy who's broken mentally already, and he's going to break him even further. And then he's going to just break his neck, go in there and absolutely murder JP Vyas. Hammer Cody Durden. I love that you called her a bottle service chick that's kind of fire. I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play the music from Gladiator here because the Roman Empire was very strong, and I think that like you said, JP Bays, um, yeah, it's Bays, which is weird. If you're not here, here's here's your homework assignment. Yeah, good. Look up the Boer massacres that are happening in South Africa. Go ahead, look it up. Look up the Boer. I'm not looking up the Boers. Yeah, I can't yeah. even spell. look up the Boers. B O E R Boer massacre. Anyway, it's happening right now. The news won't cover it, but anyway, it's a thing. It exists. <sighs> look it up on your own time. Um, yeah. Anyway, JP Boss, Roman, the Roman Empire, Boer massacre. Cody Durden sending them back to South Africa. Cody Durden in a pick'em. I love it. Let's go. Okay. There you go. All right, Julian Paiva taking on Sergey Morozov. Morozov at 17 and 5. Julian Paiva at 21 and 4. Here you go, Team Alpha Male. Don't hit me with your nonsense here because Sergey Morozov has uh, Caucasus Mount Warrior written them all written all over him. He looked like crap his last fight, if we're being completely honest here. Oh, it stopped sharing my screen. That's okay. Um, Morozov did not look good in his last fight. That was a bet that we lost his last time out. Yeah, he did not look good. He did not look good, uh, but I think he can get it done here against Piva. Your boy Piva sucks. If I'm being honest, he's, he's not good. He's not good. You got to ride the team alpha male uh, momentum to a certain degree, but I will say no, Piva sucks. sucks. He sucks. He sucks. Piva's got good footwork. No, he just has no he pop sucks. in his punches. No, he sucks. 
stop giving him any credit whatsoever. He's 21 and four. He lost to Sean O'Malley. He was supposed to be the one that saved us. He won a majority decision that he didn't deserve over Kyler Phillips. He beat yeah. Zlaga Zumagulov, who is a countryman of Sergey Morozov. Morozov will write the ship for his country. He will get revenge on um, on Julian Paiva. He's going to beat him. It's over right. with. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. All right. Uh, and next fight on the card, TJ Brown taking on Shailen Nurambiakev. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest quite, with you, I don't know anything about this fight. Go ahead. Not quite a dead animal, but here's the thing that you need to be concerned about with Shailen, right? Yeah. 46 professional fights. Oh, okay. 46 professional fights. You don't see that a lot on a guy making his promotional debut. Right, don't see it a lot. Take on TJ Brown, though. TJ Brown, all American boy. Usually, rule of thumb, I don't like to bet on guys, grown men that use initials for names. It's kind of weird. Grow up, you're either Tom or you're Joseph. You're not Thomas Joseph, you're not TJ. Right? Don't just just lean into it. Right? Um, yeah, usually, but that, but that's just like a conversation like that I have with you at like the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you go, hey, oh, my buddy TJ. I'm like, what's your real name, TJ? Well, it's TJ. No, is it Tom? Is it Joseph? Is it Todd? Tom. What is it? Yeah, Tom Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. What I'm, I'm going to call you Tom. I'm going to call you Tom Jim. I'm not calling you TJ. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No if you're nine yeah. and this is youth soccer, we're playing flag football. I'll call you TJ. I right? feel like it's funny when people like BJ. That's a big one. Like yeah, BJ. Like for Brian J. Like, bro, you really want me to call you BJ? You right. want me to call you BJ? BJ, right. Like even like BJ Penn, who I love and adore, it's Baby J. Like, but BJ comes from Baby J. His actual name is J. There's there's no like Bobby Joe. It's Baby it's J. Ba- it's Baby J. Baby J. Right. So that's where the BJ comes from because he doesn't want okay. he didn't want to be a grown man called Baby J. But BJ at this point might even be worse. That's that's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. But we'll go with TJ here. Minus one ninety. Okay, that sounds fair. Based off nothing, nothing scientific whatsoever. <laughs> There's literally nothing scientific. Nothing. Um, Dude, this one I'm going to get fucking so deep in the weeds, though. Awesome. Tafan and Jekwe taking on Carlos Olberg. Olberg at 4 and 1 and Jekwe at 6 and 2. Keep in mind, this is a show we do have sponsors. Go. This is the toughest fight on the card. This wow. is the pick'em of all pick'ems. 1000%. People are going to look at Tafan and they're going to be like, Dude, the guys. Lightning in a bottle. He can strike really hard and all this stuff. But dude, he was knocked out three months ago. Ooh. He's coming back and he's like still discombobulated here. Yeah. Carlos Olberg, good ground game, very well yep. rounded, a little bit yep. slower. I don't want to say he has as much power as Teflon, mm. but he mm. definitely is, I think, more sound and capable in every facet of his mixed mm. martial arts career. I like that. I'm taking Olberg here, bro. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. too fast, too soon for Teflon. Interesting question. I want to ask you: Have you ever seen Olberg fight before? You said he was good on the ground. Is he good on the ground? I've never. I, I thought that he was a kickboxer, and he hates the ground. No, he actually. First off, his kickboxing is bullshit because he's only good at kicking. He has no actual striking. Oh, he boy. uses his kicks to actually get people to the ground if he wants to get them to the oh ground. My gosh. Okay, so all of his wins uh, have come by TKO. Um, right. oh, ground and pound TKO. Take a look. Okay. Dive in there. All right. Took, I took notes. I, I did not notes. do tape, but I took notes. First fight was in 2011. Didn't fight again until 2018. So he kind of predates the internet as far as that. 
Yeah. Um, and then last win over Fabio Charant by unanimous decision. So um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really know if I love your assessment of him being a ground guy. Um, Grinds people out, dude. Let's let's go an inside the distance play here. Let's go That's super distance. safe. I like it. I I just don't I, like it. I don't love the Alonzo Menafield. William Knight, Tafon and Jekway body type. If you oh, like are, chest. if yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you are too thick for normal off the rack jeans, yes. And you fight in a higher weight class. I just cannot get on board with that. Like I, I yeah. just, you're not built for comfort. You're built for speed, and speed means you'll break down. Yeah, but it's kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog speed. Like, there's no way they would be able to run a 5K. They can roll a 5K. Mm, interesting. Okay. They're a cannonball. Right. So, battle of the nicknames here. Okay. Tafon, Dadon, and Jekwe. Dadong, like a dick? No, Dadon. Like, not oh, the Dadon. Don. Oh. The Don. Like, but it's like, it's it's a fancy way of saying the boss. Yeah. Like Donald, Donald Trump, the Don, dude. Sure. Yeah, we can go with that. Or Carlos Black Jag Holberg. Ah, oh, man. And keep in mind, because you're going to hear this many times throughout the week. Carlos is not black. Well, no, you're not going to hear that. That's okay. just evident by looking at him. If you, <laughs> he's the primary sparring partner or one of the uh, main sparring partners of middleweight gone. champion. Israel Adesanya. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Sorry. That's okay. The heavyweight fight that was the third fight on the main card between yep. Alan Badeau and Josh Parisian. Alan Badeau's with Cyril Gone. That's what I was blanking on for a second. Wow. So Carlos Olberg is with middleweight champ Israel Adesanya. Adesanya, as that uh that piece of shit says. Oh boy. Right? Okay. I don't, yeah, sure. You know who I'm talking about. You're you're big on the whole piece of shit thing. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not think Ariel is that? Oh, that that's I'm I have not a nice thing in the world to say about Ariel at all. Okay. Okay. No, you yeah. know me. I have no, I literally could not gun to my head, couldn't think of anything nice to say about him. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take Olberg here. We're gonna do it inside the distance as a safe play. Yeah. I said we weren't gonna do any props. I feel like we announced three props. So we've done props this entire episode. Okay. Well, you're back this time, right? Like you're back. Yeah, now. I'm here. Okay. In the now with the woodland yeah. fairies. All right. Yeah, you, you've kind of been checked out for a few weeks, but now you're back. Bit. I'm here. Okay. You want to run through these real quick? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. So, top to bottom. Yee. We are looking at Vanessa Dimopoulos versus Jin Frey. We are on <laughs> Sugar Factory. Glitter Factory. Uh, <laughs> or Sugar. I'm cool with either one. Mario Batista, Brian Kelleher. We're on Batista. Durden versus Bays. Durden. Paiva versus Morozov. We're on Morozov. Nurabieke versus Brown. Brown. And Jekway versus Olberg. Olberg. Curtis versus Adolfo Vieira. We're taking Curtis. Umar Nurmagomedov versus Nate Maynith. <laughs> I want to sprinkle like a couple bucks on Manus, but we're taking Nurmagomedov. At this point in time, 
2022 with how prolific that name is. You can't do that anymore. You have to know how to say Nurmagomedov. But I refuse. All right. Moises versus Yagos. Uh, Moises. Parisian versus Badeau. Badeau. Magni versus Shavkat. We're taking Magni and we're doing it just straight money line. Sarukian versus Gamrot. Sarukian. We are 100% aligned on plays. Insanity. In- this might be a perfect card insane if there was ever going to be a whole card parlay this is the one to do it boys this is it this is it all right um if you don't already do so please follow us everywhere at punchless mma you can do it at twitter instagram you can email us at chat at punchless mma apparently we have a facebook page but we don't know how to do it so it's there but nobody checks we don't it, even so. have the password yep so don't even i mean you can send us stuff but we won't see it it exists because sure. people tell i saw this on facebook we have no idea how to do it uh but it's there and we don't know the password uh, chat at Punches MMA if you want to shoot us questions. If you know anybody that wants to come on the show that's a professional athlete, sure. If you're a handicapper, by all means, please send it to us. Um, we're going to start getting some of you guys on there. We've got Eric Betts fight. We've got Clint. We've got who else? Wiz Betts and somebody Boston else. Boston Bruise Betts, dude. Uh, Boston Bruise Betts. And then we've got mma heads and i believe somebody else coming on so we got like six people so we're uh we're getting up and we also got drew dober coming on at the end of the month um for his fight um before his fight with Rafael alves we've got Haley cowan coming back on before her fight on contender series and yeah yeah i think max griffin's getting ready to announce another fight so we'll have him on as well um yeah if you haven't already done so like subscribe share shoot us a message do what you can thumbs up Help the algorithm. We love yeah. you guys. And I appreciate like you. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff, dude. Help the algorithm. Help your boys out. Do it. Visit the show sponsors. We love you. Goodbye. Do Be it. good to each other. Solid. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.